Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, what the hell happened? Well, I don't know, but we're going to try to find out. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, January 6th, 2022. The anniversary of the insurrection on our nation's capital, the incursion, the riot. And well, I think that we should take a moment of silence for the people who lost their lives during that event. I don't have much to say this morning. Uh, I am absolutely super tired. I didn't sleep well last night. I put my head on the pillow at 1030 tossed and turned, rolled over and said, oh man, I must have been over here like like 45 minutes and I can't sleep. It was 12.30, two hours just laying there. I was like, where did this time go? Went downstairs, didn't finally get to sleep till around two in the morning, woke up at eight. Actually, it was 7.30. I was laying on the couch just like scrolling on my phone from 7.38 saying, I wish I could get some more sleep. Look, six hours I know for some people is absolutely fine. For me, I need eight. Eight is like when I feel really good, but it's like more of like a Sleeping on the couch, tossing, turning sort of thing. Anyway, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm just telling you I'm just a little bit low energy today. But I'm not going to be low energy when we get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. I'm recording this at, well, 11.15 Eastern Standard Time. And the whole market is crap right now. Total market cap, I'm going to start there, at $2.05 trillion, meaning we lost around $200 billion overnight. The whole market fell by around 8.2% in 24 hours from yesterday. We have Bitcoin sitting at $43,017, down 7.4%. Ethereum is at $3,400, down 10.6%. Binance Coin is at $472, down to 7.5%. It's actually climbing a little bit because I've been paying attention to Binance uh, quite a lot in the past 24 hours because... The way that I look at Binance is Binance is like this leading indicator. When Binance goes up, the market starts to go up because everybody's buying on Binance. But, you know, that's just me. It has no correlation probably, but it's the way I look at it. Anyway, it's up, uh, let's call it $6 since yesterday, since I went to bed. USDT is at number four and Solana is at number five at $150, down 10.6%. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, XRP, Luna, and Polkadot. Things that we have to mention here is, well, Bitcoin's price is correlated to stocks. I think everybody was like, is it correlated? Is it not correlated? Well, the stock market went down yesterday and also Bitcoin price went down yesterday. It has become increasingly correlated with stock prices throughout 2021, reaching some of the highest levels in December. According to Bloomberg, as of December 3rd, the 100-day correlation coefficient between cryptocurrency and the S&P 500 was 033 where one means they almost always move together and negative one means they're completely divergent. So it is over the halfway mark, meaning that it seems that they're pretty correlated. Also, we're probably wondering why this all happened. Well, the best indicator, the best idea that everybody's putting out is that the Federal Reserve indicated that it could move up its timetable for raising interest rates to mid-March. As we heard 
last week on the show and from the Federal Reserve, they were going to say Q1, we're going to continue normal practice, and then Q2, we're going to start, you know, moving things around a a little bit. Well, they moved that back from, say, April, May to mid-March. Big difference. Well, meeting minutes from the mid-December meeting from the Federal Open Market Committee released yesterday show that some officials want to increase interest rates by judging some of the nearly $8.8 trillion in bonds that is hodling. In short, the Fed is going to stop printing money and make it more expensive to borrow in order to steady the economy and keep rising inflation in check. So the money printer is not going to go burr for much longer. Well, until it needs to go burr again. But (laughs) I guess they're going to turn off the money printer from going burr. And finally, I want to apologize to all the Axie Infinity holders. Axie Infinity was the coin of the day a couple days ago. And it seems like after that, Axie Infinity just fell out of like, (laughs) it dropped like 20% since then. And I just want to say, if this is the Decrypt Daily effect, I apologize to all the Axie Infinity hodlers. Now, coin of the day. Be careful. And our coin of the day today is ARK, number 330 on coin market cap. Ticker, ARK, A-R-K. Price is $1.18. Guess what? It's down 13.3%. Market cap is $160 million. Fully diluted is $190 million. So what was the all-time high for ARK? Well, it was set four years ago at $10.91. It's down 90% since then. All-time low was $0.03, cents, set five years ago and it's up 3,800% since then. You can buy it on Binance, Bittrex, ProBit, OKX, and WazerX. So what does ARK do? Well, according to CoinMarketCap, ARK is a cryptocurrency and blockchain-based development platform allowing anyone to create their own fully customizable and interoperable blockchain, reducing the industry's need for smart contracts by custom transactions, logic, and multiple programming languages. What is ARC trying to solve? ARC aims to solve the difficulty of working with blockchain technology and developing solutions to satisfy various use cases. The ARC core framework is designed to give developers easier access to blockchain technology. And that is ARC. Ticker ARK number 330 on Coin Market Cap. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Moving into today's headlines, which is a surprisingly slow news day, but we have a couple for you. Police forces in the UK have seized 322 million pound or $435 million worth of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a result of criminal investigations over the past five years. According to the Freedom of Information request made by new scientists, 12 of the UK's 48 police forces have seized crypto amounting to 322 million pound at the time of the seizure in comparison 15 forces either failed to respond or declined to provide information. So these police forces are the London Metropolitan Police. They seized around 300 million pound. The Greater Manchester Police, they seized around 25 million pound. 
While the Daifed Powis police, and I don't even know if I'm saying that right, so if you're in the UK, please correct me, they seized 2.4 million pound. And this is over a five-year period. And the reason why I say this is a uh, slow news day, because uh, seizing a lot of crypto over a five-year period seems like a slow news day story to me. But anyway, if you're really curious about that, that's what's happening in the UK. That's a hell of a lot of crypto. Ah, when you're having a red bearish day in the crypto markets and you see that the police sees millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in crypto, it just makes you go, just makes you a little, just a little frustrated. Like, ah, my bags. Security service platform Immunify is now offering a new bug bounty program for Olympus DAO, a highly discussed decentralized finance or DeFi protocol underpinning the cryptocurrency called OHM or OHM, it looks like. OHM is marked as a free-floating reserve currency, which means that it's backed by a basket of different assets rather than a fiat currency. Olympus DAO stands out from other DeFi projects thanks to their innovative tokenomics, which aims to control supply and expansion through a host of novel solutions. Olympus DAO Bug Bounty Manager Proof of Steve, I, I'm, I'm assuming his name is Steve, said in a release to Decrypt, Olympus has a goal of becoming the reserve asset for all of DeFi. To achieve that, we need to assure its security, and that's exactly what the community authorized this bug bounty program with Immunify. And finally, the Mozilla Foundation, the nonprofit organization behind the popular browser Firefox, announced Sunday that it has begun accepting donations in Dogecoin using BitPay. Mozilla co-founder Jamie Wazinski said this in a tweet in a reply to Mozilla announcing the news. Hi, I'm sure whoever runs this account has no idea who I am, but I founded Mozilla and I'm here to say fuck you and fuck this. Everyone involved in the project should be witheringly ashamed of the decision to partner with planet incinerating Ponzi grifters. I, I think he might be upset. What do you think? Anyway, Zawinski he co-founded Mozilla in 1998 before leaving the project in 1999, which isn't really much of a... I mean, yeah, he was there, but what did he do? So remember, Mozilla first began accepting Bitcoin and cryptocurrency donations on November of 2014, at that time using Coinbase. But now using BitPay, Mozilla can take more cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, USDC, and SHIB. So I don't understand why he's so all of a sudden mad about this. I got an email from a listener that had some comments about this after he read this article. And he said, Hi Matthew, I hope you're doing great. I know it's been an ongoing discussion, but of late I wanted to speak my mind. I just have something to say in response to Jamie Zelwinski's woke cultism. I stopped using Twitter altogether because of the constant outrage mobbing. Here's my own outrage, though. <laughs> Thanks for giving us the warning. Uh, John. John wrote this. First, first, I've been in the computer industry for several years, and the Mozilla community has developed tools which support everything from ordering books on Amazon to any number of activities involved in mass consumerism. Second, what about the electricity usage of electric cars and the related charging stations? Given the current directives to adopt electric vehicles by 2030, does anyone see an issue of how much electricity that will be needed to charge a huge number of vehicles? Third, are we supposed to be beholden to him as a community because he was once a founder? While I respect his work, does that give him a seat at the high court of judgment to set on technologies? many of which use a lot less electricity than any other activities that take place on the internet. I'm tired of founders who tell their own community and supporters off. Finally, the irony of going on social media to rant about electricity users seems lost on many who plug into video games and social media using massive amount of energy throughout the day. 
it's as if it's okay as long as it's something they like. These types of rants against crypto technology seem to overlook the everyday habits of internet usage. And because of this, I donated $20 in Doge to the Mozilla Foundation after reading this article. Thank you for reading this, John. Now I'm going to ask your opinion. Who do you agree with, John or the co-founder of Mozilla? Let me know, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Don't forget to go open up your Spotify app. On the top left, there's a new rating little icon thing where you can rate stars on the podcast. Open it up. Give me a five-star rating so people on Spotify can look at this podcast and go, yeah, yeah, I want to listen to that. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. Oh, and I will be back with my top rock bands tomorrow. Happy hodling.